Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Forever. Dog. We're back. Hi, everybody. It's Michelle Collins, Midnight Snack. I'm joined once again just... I feel like if you took a biopsy of my heart and you wanted to see like what was the spirit living in my heart, it would be my guest this week. Does that make sense? It was meant as a compliment, but it sounded creepy. Um, DJ Shangela Pierce, aka, of course, the one and only Shangela. Follow Shangie on Insta and Twitter at It's Shangela. And you have to download and subscribe on Spotify to um, this podcast, Hallelujah Happy Hour. Shangie, tell everyone what is this podcast going to be first and foremost? Okay, so what I'm doing right now, and hallelujah, I love that I'm in your heart, because, you know, I be feeling like, uh, we got the beat, we got the beat, we got... So that's how we, your heart would be putter-puttering like that all the time. <laughs> I'm going to check down, um, yeah. And something that makes my heart putter-putter mm-hmm. is the new hosted show that I'm doing over on Spotify. You know, this is a brand new tool that Spotify has that they're allowing us to blend conversation with music and playlists and songs actually in the show. And the really cool thing is that all the artists of these music selections are being uh, not only credited, but also receiving 
you know, however they do their royalties or whatever, they're they're benefiting from it. So it's really fun. I get to bring on special guests. And like you said, it's Hallelujah Happy Hour, honey. And even though we can't get together right now in person, we can still come together in this particular show for a really fun time. I sip cocktails, we spill tea, and you know, just like we're having fun now, that's how we have some fun. It's every week over on Spotify for free. You don't even have to be a member for free. I have to say, I love this idea so much because I feel like no one listens really to radio anymore. I'm not talking serious where I am gainfully employed, but I'm talking like FM, AM, you know, you're driving around, whatever, but everyone is so addicted to their apps that it's great that they're kind of hearkening into that FM style of having like a DJ who tells stories and engages and then blending it with music. What a genius idea. I'm surprised it took so long. And my name is DJ. So isn't it appropriate? Yes. My real name is DJ. So everyone always asks me all the time, like, oh, you're a DJ. It's DJ Shell. I'm like, no, my initials are for Darius Jeremy. I'm DJ. But um, now I'm an actual DJ as well. So hallelujah. You know what's funny? My initials are MC. <laughs> and anytime I'm asked to MC an event, I'm like, it's it's the same thing. Sometimes destiny calls. MC Collins. Come on, MC Collins. <laughs> Break me off a of one, two. <laughs> Are, do you like weddings? Why do I feel like I can't? I used to love weddings when I was younger. And now as I'm aging, maybe because I'm just so bitter. I feel like in the past like five years, I don't have nearly as much fun at weddings. Why is that? Okay, people love me at weddings because I do lovely gift buying. I, I love going and getting the gift wrapped and, and and not wrapping myself, but like going, having it wrapped, showing up with like a large gift with a white bow. I think something about white wrapping with a white bow is just so classy and fabulous to me. I love that. I love dancing at receptions. If they want to get there, like, oh, no one's dancing. I'm like, girl, let me get started. Go tell the DJ to put on Sierra and watch me turn it out <laughs> out here or a Michael Jackson song and watch me get these old people up and I will do it. I'll go dance with the mother of the bride. Be like, come on, mama, let's work honey Ugh, i love it i love weddings but the thing i don't love about weddings it reminds me that i don't have one yes <laughs> i don't have a wedding i never had a wedding if i wanted a wedding i guess i could probably go find one <laughs> you could find a wedding but it may not last long but you could definitely find one yeah i mean i went to latrice you may you of know, course La, you may know latrice royale from RuPaul's an Drag icon well. yeah latrice married her husband chris <gasps> I believe it was it was actually 2018. She posted a TBT. I was like, really? Damn. I thought it was just last year. But um, in 2018, they got married. And a lot of us were invited to the wedding, a lot of the Drag Race girls. And we had so much fun. It was beautiful. And I remember sitting there and bawling, bawling as they gave their vows. And it wasn't because, you know, I was sitting there without without a date. Uh, I was there with my best friend. Right. As we single people do. Yes. And, he looked right uh, at me. But it was he just, looked right I, at me. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He literally bore holes through <laughs> was, me. He went as a single people do. My laptop shorted out. Go on. <laughs> no. No, it's fine. No. Oh, you have to know, though, I'm like a hopeless romantic. I, I think the reason I was bawling is because think about the movies that I watched. Like ma- my classics, Made in Manhattan, The Wedding Planner, My Best All of these Oscar wedding, winning films. Ride Wars. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Big my, and my, but, you know, AFI's I, top movie, Made in Manhattan. I don't know if you knew <laughs> You better leave me alone because Kate Hudson in anything, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, come on. She is good. These are classic, amazing, fabulous movies. The best man. Like, I just, I love seeing these beautiful love stories. And, you know, I'm not going to say I'm absent with love in my life. I don't have love in my life. I do. But I just haven't 
locked in on any one person just yet. And maybe it's because I've always been on the go mm. literally for the past whole decade. And this pandemic time has really sat me down like, ooh, girl, I've been going through my phone. I'll be scrolling through that because, you know, I usually say people's name with like cute or BF or husband. Or yeah, of course. Like that. I do emojis. So during this, I've been like, <laughs> Oh, you do? I do like an emoji to remind myself, but then what, it's a bad idea because what ends up happening is when I learn to hate that person, anytime anyone else uses the emoji, it's like Pavlov like coming in where I'm like, oh, not that emoji. You know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> she's triggered. Very, I'm so she's easily triggered. triggered. You know, I, I could imagine for you because you travel so much, let's call pre-pandemic because the past few months, obviously... Uh, same thing, you know, I, I've been hearing a lot from like old flames, but it's very hard to establish something new. It just, it is, you know, even if you trust someone enough to go on a date without a mask on, I don't know, just to connect or like make out with someone new like that. It just feels strange to do. Um, but let's pretend that yeah. there's no pandemic and life was normal. You're on the road constantly. And frankly, I imagine because you're famous, um, I wonder if... I'm curious for you if you are sometimes more skeptical when you meet someone, if they're interested in you or if they're more interested in the shine that is Shangela. Is that something that ever crosses your mind? I've had to learn to be. Mm. Really, Michelle, I've had to learn to be because I'm, again, you know me. I am everybody I meet. If you have good energy and I have good energy, all of a sudden we besties. And I mean it. It's really authentic because I love people and I have a great time with people. And because of that kind of, maybe it's my Southern, I don't want to say Southern, ignorance but just like southern warmth where i envelop everybody like it's like fantasia she met you she liked you she said come to my house and eat with my family she was serious and i believe that and so that's how i always was with people and so in doing that with dates um i kind of had to figure out along the way like oh my my besties because my besties are like like pit bull terriers with me they're like "Uh uh-uh you're not getting to him. How dare you? This is not the guy for you. You know, they're very that. They they give them the whole like third degree and all that. And I'm like, guys, be nice, yeah. you know? And my friend would call me the next day and be like, I know that wasn't you that posted a picture of the two of you and tagged his Instagram. You need to drop him today. And I'd go wow. back and look at my story. And the guy either on my story or on my actual feed had posted a photo of himself and tagged himself like, go follow at whatever his name was. And I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah, my bad. I shouldn't have an easy code like 11111, huh? I've changed it. <laughs> Wait, they were literally hacking into your Instagram to do it? Or they were well, like my tagging code was 11111. I don't think it was a hacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they would like literally get my phone, go into oh my, my Instagram because it's already logged in. And then just like taking a picture of themselves and hitting like follow at for follow. No, sorry. Like, that's that is actually I thought you were saying that they took, let's say, a photo with you and then just on their feed, which would also be deathly embarrassing. Even let's say if, if you know, a guy's interested in you to then like tag you on Instagram the next day to be like here with Shand, blah, blah, blah. To me would be a deal breaker because it's like, you know, I'm a person. I'm not. It's really tough. And I don't think other people realize I'm saying this as though I'm like a big celebrity. I'm saying for you that it's just hard because do you like how I fix that? But it's true though. You know, I did, but you are too though. No, you know what I mean? No, no, but I don't really get it like that, especially from straight men don't know who the fuck I am. I mean, you want to talk about a group of people who have literally no clue who I am? straights straight men especially <laughs> they don't know me either girl they don't yeah, know no, me the two of us there we could walk down the street together in like denver colorado nobody would talk to us like it would just be you and me babe and that would be it but 
but I think that there is like a weird line and, and even with friends actually, or people, you know, let's say in comedy who like want to be friends. And then I realize, oh, it's because they want like connections in comedy, which is fine. And there's respect in that, but I don't really make friends to like, I, you know what I mean by that? Like it's, it's too soon. I yeah. don't want to be used either. It's really scary. Yeah. It's scary how cautious we have to sometimes be in it. And, you know, I look at friends of mine who've been in the business for a very long time. And a lot of them, a lot of times are single and they have are, have encouraged me, like, meet someone now, meet someone that you can build some trust <gasps> right. with. Because the longer you stay in this business, the more jaded you'll get. And you just, you'll get set in your ways and you won't want to entertain any type of compromise no. in any way. Or figuring out the whole trust level. Because for me, even now... Sometimes if I'm having a DM conversation with someone, I'll backspace a lot out. Not that I say a whole bunch of like, ooh, and there are no nudes of me floating around. Uh, now everyone's going to, everyone I've dated is going to start looking <laughs> through their phone. But, um, <laughs> they find nudes of me. They're like, oh, lies. shit. He lies. <laughs> right. But I have to be super careful. Like they will, some guys sometimes will screenshot, like even if we're like talking on yeah, DM, of they'll screenshot our DMs and then post it. And then be like, guess who I was talking to earlier to all of their followers. To I don't even know. Like, I would say I'm not even that cool that that's not going to get you any clout, baby. Trust me. <laughs> I don't think so. So it's just really weird. And, and dating has always been, you know, just it's it's just I love to date. Right. I think I'm a fun dater. Uh, I think I'm a fun person. But we'll see where I end up. And if not, girl, me and you and some TGI Fridays will be just fine together. TGI Fridays and a TJ Maxx day. All the teas we need. To, it's called Spill the Tea, <laughs> but it's us just going to all the TJs, TGIs. Yes. I'm trying to think of what else there would be. A TI concert. Yeah, oh, a TI concert. I love TI. Mildly problematic. We look, we overlook it for TI. Now listen, uh, <laughs> no, it's that's an interesting thing to hear you talk about that because I, I wonder what it's like for a lot of the other drag race girls too, because the cult around drag race has become so huge. I mean, it's, it's now truly broken past just being a show that like the LGBTQ community watches. It's now a massive hit. There are versions of it all over the world. And I mean, you're one of the OG girls from the show, you know, you're like, uh, basically one of its, I think biggest, most successful stars. So, I do wonder, I'm glad that you talked about it because I imagine being single now is, it just has to be hard to try to meet someone who's, you don't get creepy vibes from. Are you on the apps? Yeah, yeah. I think that if I end up with someone at this point, I probably have already met them unless they really come through and sweep me off my feet. Um, I have already met them now, but it's, you know, someone once told me never go back, it's but true. I'm starting to go back through and go, well, maybe don't, don't everything that I thought in my like early twenties was bad wasn't so bad. So let's try this one more time. <laughs> well, in my case, I couldn't go back to a lot of them because they're married now. And then the ones that I have... Oh, I was going to say restraining Because they're all in prison now. But then the ones that I have <laughs> gone back to, um, I always regret it. I always do. It never ends. It never ends right. It ends actually more painfully than it did initially in my experience. And because then you go, I, I knew better. I fucked I myself. Better. That's what I say every time I go, why am I this fucking stupid? I scream it in the mirror. My neighbors are like, we hear you. And I'm yelling it. <laughs> <laughs> why are you so bad? 
I'm just screaming it. Well, next time, do it in a Fantasia voice. <laughs> Why am I stupid? I fucking I hate you. Like, scream. Get you, get you, get you, get you, stupid. Get you, get you. Her speaking French is going to haunt my remaining days. I need to see this video. You have to send this to me, by the way. I love you Fantasia do. so gonna much. I'm going to send you a link to it. It's Fantasia Lady Marmalade. That's all you have to type in on I YouTube. need it. Fantasia Lady Marmalade. And you'll hear her go, Creole Lady, Creole Lady. Hey. <laughs> Wait, Shange, let's talk a little bit about I, I have to we obviously have to talk about drag race a little bit. Um, you were on the show three times. You never won, which is how we even Well, technically I was on six. I was a contestant in three different seasons, right. season two, season three, season uh All Stars three. And I jumped out of Juju B's body uh as a joke on All Stars Two. I was on the Christmas special, and I also uh was on uh, ep- uh season four when I jumped out of a box and Rue had me burned in that box and uh, eaten by drag queen zombies in the oh. hood. So yes, yes, six times. Amazing <laughs> credits, unbelievable, and that you remember them all is like also really impressive. Rue has gotten so much shit lately. You know, I love RuPaul. Like, I feel like Rue has has broken so many barriers, so many stereotypes, has carved a path. And you would think if anyone could avoid, like, and I'm air quoting here, like cancellation, or you know what I mean, in the in the scheme of the world. And yet, even RuPaul got hit. I feel like on Twitter, and you know, I follow ninety percent of the people I follow. It's gay Twitter, you know that. And they're really, they're really mad at Ru. And I'm, and I am confused by it in a way. I know that the fracking thing is a big conversation. Um, I'm just curious, and I don't want to have you throw anybody under the bus. Obviously, that's not what this podcast does. But I'm just wondering if you have thoughts on it, and if you know, just where you kind of stand on it, because it it surprises me. That after everything that Rue has done, I mean, I guess people can still make mistakes, of course, but it just, it feels bad, you know, that people are turning on RuPaul. Well, I think everyone has a different relationship with the idea of what RuPaul represents and who RuPaul is. I I think back to me growing up and finding the Supermodel of the World CD uh, in my mom's collection and listening to it and going, oh my God, that's a man dressed in a dress and I am living, you yeah. know, and, and getting so much life from the supermodel song and watching Rue have a talk show and trailblaze for people who were different. And he's had that same message about everybody say love for decades on decades, right? And then, you know, I was parking cars. I was I worked as Jennifer Lewis's <gasps> assistant when I first moved to LA for like a year and a half, almost two years. And she had a Christmas party once. I thought I was invited. Nope, she'd invited me to park what the is cars. This com- what is That's this, okay. Coming to America too? <laughs> so, what is this, the trailer for Coming to yeah, America? Totally. So I'm outside. I'm outside uh-huh. and RuPaul drives up and I'm like, oh, it's RuPaul. Wow. And I remember asking him for a photo and I was so thrilled. He was so tall and and I it was beautiful to me. And then to fast forward and be a contestant on a show and then disappoint him by being so bad, I guess, the first and second season and leaving. But then him inviting me back to come on season three and then giving me this gift and seeing something in me that at the time I really didn't even see in myself. You know, I just started doing drag. I didn't know if that was really going to be something that I was going to pursue as a career. It was like a 10 times I've ever done it hobby. And I just never gave up on it because I had a love for it. I think he saw that ability in me before I even saw it in me. And so I think, you know, it depends on what your relationship with RuPaul is now I don't have his number. I can't pick him up and text, pick it up and text him right now. That's not the relationship that we have. But 
I admire him for all the doors that he's kicked down and trailblazed. You know, they tried to sell RuPaul's Drag Race the show for years yep. before it even got an opportunity to be on TV. So those are the things that I value and honor about RuPaul. Now it's my turn. You know, now it's my turn to go out here and kick down some doors and create some opportunities. I'm not sitting up waiting for Ru to, you know, stand up for this or or, or give us, you know, this trail. He's done it. And mm-hmm. I think maybe, you know, I don't know. Again, I haven't called it. We haven't talked about this. But I would think that he probably feels that at this point, maybe like when some things are controversial, it's not worth addressing. People should know what I stand for because of the 40 years that I've been doing this. I'm not going to argue with 12 year olds on Twitter about, you know, how inclusive my show is or anything. If you look at the breadth of the show, I mean, it's not just RuPaul uh, picking people and doing everything, but it is RuPaul's show. And it does have great inclusivity, I would feel like, on the show. I think some people get upset, especially a lot of times um, Ru got hit with that, well, the show isn't inclusive of trans performers and trans performers are a big part of our drag community. And I agree. I think trans performers are a huge part of our drag community and have made great influence and deserve to be featured. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. If it's not on RuPaul's Drag Race, let's make another show. Let's create more opportunities. The problem is there was just one avenue for so many of us for so long that when it felt like we were shutting ourselves out or different parts of our community out, it felt wrong. But hopefully that would inspire people to go do your own, honey, or let's go and push down these doors. Let's create more shows and tell more amazing stories in our community. So, you know, that's kind of where I stand. I hope to be one of those people that's out there doing it and helping take care of our people. You know, I kicked off a charity at the start of this um, Mm -hmm. pandemic called Feed the Queens, which we've raised about $80,000 to help provide food grants, $200 each, to out-of-work drag entertainers, trans drag entertainers, drag kings, drag queens, anyone who is working in drag before the pandemic and you uh, face some losses, you can go over to feedthequeens.com, hit the apply button, post two links of yourself performing within the last year, and you're going to get that money for those groceries. So that's important. That's what Rue has inspired me to do and those around me that I see being active. See, it's funny because... I look at Rue and I'm like, here's someone who clearly came up. We know his story, you know, and, and just everything he's been through. And I myself hope to one day get so wealthy that people hate me. Like, I really hope one day. <laughs> and I understand. Well, she got money, don't she? Yeah. Don't she got money? You know really? what I mean, though? I feel like Rue got so successful that it turned. You know what I mean? Where it was just like, oh, now people are going to look at him sideways a little bit. And I will tell you that I do think he's done and said things that are incorrect, you know, and just the fracking thing is not great. But that's what comes with being rich. I think once you just get successful and rich, the world as I know it right now and as, you know, middle class people and below know it. That's no longer your world. You don't really care. You're like, I'm in this new space. I'm on a new level. And it's a different reality, unfortunately. It's it's really crazy. But we the people yeah. but we the people down here still in like middle income and middle America, or you know, people around me, our fans, they want you to still to feel like you still of care. course. And when you of course I feel like, you know, Beyonce's a billionaire. Okay, but I feel like Beyonce still cares. Beyonce is at Walmart during Christmas on the intercom handing out gift cards. She literally had a song called I Care. So (laughs) Uh, 
Hello. Come on. And Come on. From the four album. Don't do it uh, with me, girl. Don't do it with I me. I love that song. She did it on top of a piano. I love that song. I could sit through. I've seen Beyonce, I want to say four times live. I've been very blessed in my life to be able to go. And she's the only performer that I, I would say that including Celine Dion, and I love Celine, I would shell out unlimited dollars to see Beyonce again. The best live show. She puts the show on, the dancers, the sets. It's like you walk into a different world. It's so exciting. And Jay-Z, what can you say about Jay-Z? When I saw their tour together, I did use the bathroom quite a bit while he was on, but you know, I wasn't upset. (laughs) You know what though? (laughs) Let me be honest with you, Michelle. I said I was going to do that too. I was like, well, that's when I'll go get a drink. That's when I'll go get some popcorn. But I surprisingly knew a lot of the oh, Jay-Z yeah. music that was in the Mrs. Carter, not Mrs. Carter, oh my God, uh, which is in the Carter's tour that they the did run, on the run. run. run yeah. And uh, yeah, the run, the run, the one with the running. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. I had, I had the runs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I jumped. Fuck the runs. I was jumping. I jumped that <laughs> entire, would be, and I, to the point where I had really close seats, mind you, because I, you know, mama makes a check here and there and Beyonce, <laughs> I was spending on. And I was like third row. Wow. And I remember Jay-Z literally, I don't know if he really meant me, but he looked like he looked at me because he was like, all right, I want y'all to jump. And I started jumping. He goes, yo, man, not yet. I think it was me. He was uh, without a doubt. I was the one who started. By the way, 100 yeah. percent. <laughs> I can't believe Jay-Z talked. I can't believe you had a date with Patti LaBelle, basically, and that Jay-Z's talked to you. What a blessed life. Wait a what? minute. Baby, baby. Now, that was from the stage when I think he talked to me. Let me tell you when I knew he talked to me, when I performed for Beyonce at the GLAAD Awards in <gasps> 2019, got a standing ovation from Beyonce and Jay-Z. Afterward, when I'm in the back, like, cheering with my team, like, oh, my God. Yeah, God, of course. I saw that, by the way. And Incredible. Beyonce mentioned my name on stage. She goes, I didn't expect any of this. I put a run in my stockings, danced in the Shangela. I was like, ah! And then afterwards, they're like, Beyonce would like to meet you. So I Zoom to like this private little hotel room where she was meeting select guests, she and Jay-Z. But Jay-Z, I come in there now. I'm dressed as Beyonce. I got the Beyonce hair. I got a cute little <laughs> dress on. I just performed for Beyonce. Yeah. And as she was saying hello to like Janet Mock, I think. Ooh, I love Janet. There, speaking of Janet. I'm standing in a corner. Well, who do I look standing next to? Because he didn't want to be in the light and all that. Jay-Z. And so I'm standing next to Jay-Z dressed as Beyonce. And I'm thinking, what what do I say to this man? Like, what can I say to him that makes us like cool together? Yeah. Like, like me and Jay-Z vibing. So I like looked at him and I was like, um, yeah, uh, so you're from New York, right? And he goes, yo, man, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, man, you gotta say Brooklyn, all right? He was like really nice, but he was like, yo, can I, uh, not just New York, Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. And then I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had nothing to say. I felt like, why? Why? I honestly, that, the amount say? of pressure that I I can't even imagine. I've seen Beyonce in person at like, this is just me dropping like my brag shit too. I'm like, I can let me brag. I just <laughs> walked by her at the Vanity Fair Oscar party because I was like working for Vanity Fair. So that was very chic. But the fact that I was even yes. in a room like where she wasn't standing above me, you know, where like we were on the same floor. It's like, I cannot fucking believe that Beyonce is here. I mean, this is to me like the Mahatma. Beyonce. This is like Gandhi walking basically right by me. Unbelievable. When I met her, I literally... 
I had all this that I wanted to say to her. Like, you were the first number I ever performed in drag in 2009. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. And all I could do was repeat everything that she said to me. Like, she was like, oh, you were so good. I was like, you're so good. You're so good. <laughs> and she was like, thank you. I could tell you were really in it by watching your face. I was like, I watch your face. I watch your face. <laughs> it's amazing. So it's amazing like, how God. stupid we become when we meet certain celebrities. Like, I... Yes. There's a couple, a handful of moments in my life I can think back to where I've met someone who was so famous. Now, it's different, I think, you know, like when I was on The View and like, let's say Hugh Jackman came on, I was able to get it together. And I love Hugh, but I was able to get it together because I was working. You know, it's like, oh, I'm on TV here. This is not just me like at the supermarket. You know, I'm in a dress. I have makeup on. I remember when I, my first job out of college, I was working. It was so, I got fired a month later, by the way, but I was working at the Sci-Fi Channel, funny enough, in their in their okay. PR department. Um, unlike your experience at TJI Fridays, they did not tell me to move to LA. They told me to pack my things and leave. <laughs> and it's fine. It was just a different experience. I wasn't made for PR. It's not for me, especially for the sci-fi channel. They'd be like, can you grab those William Shatner files? I'd be like, no, I really don't feel like it. I, I hate this. I was like, I hate everything. It's like, I hate science fiction. Exactly. It was so bad. Everyone there was like hideous. Anyway, so um, but we got to go to the TCAs in uh, Pasadena, which it, it was at the Ritz Carlton at the time. Now it's the Langham Hotel. Gorgeous hotel. Stunning. It's where all the bachelor weddings are, by the way. And it was wow. there was a wedding going on that weekend. And I want to say it was that Sugar Ray was getting married. The Not the musical performer. The uh, Fly. Sugar the, Ray. Or Sugar Ray Leonard. The I boxer. believe Sugar Ray Leonard, the boxer, was either getting married or his... <laughs> I'm going to die laughing. Somebody with the sugar. No, 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 no. Somebody diabetic. It was somebody related it was, to sugar. It was, no, no, no. Some, it was sugar a granule Ray, of a person. Sugar, it was not a granular person. It was Salty Jenkins. I am so sorry it was Salty Jenkins. Salty Jenkins. <laughs> no, no, no. Get, 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 get salty, salty. <laughs> Stupid. I'm going to literally kill you. No. Sugar Ray was for sure there, the boxer, but we heard that Will Smith was there and that he was like the best man. Now, this was like, you know, Will Smith is, that's AAA list. This is... You know, my favorite Will Smith movie, shockingly, is um, Six Degrees of Separation. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's like, oh, a girl, oh, homosexual. Hello, of course I have. homosexual Will and um, ugh, Weeza Kittredge with Donald Sutherland and Soccer Channing. It's just one of the best movies. So I was like, I cannot believe. And also Bad Boys, you know, Martin Lawrence is the long love of my life, whatever. So he walked in and he's wearing, and I'm. Big mama, yeah. No, Martin is my my man. Like Martin, no, no he played. Yes, big he mama sure did. And Big Mama, but house. I'm. Ba- I want to be his Big Mama. Like I want to smother him Ow. with my ass cheeks. Now listen. So I'm standing at the Ritz Carlton with these like three like homely girls, you know, sci-fi girls. I mean, no shade, no shade. They were horrible to me. It's not the point. We're standing in this little, you know, like very grand, gone with the wind kind of stairway. And who's coming up the steps? It's just the four of us. Will Smith in a gray suit. I mean, the guy is like <gasps> about as hot as it gets. It's a, you know, it's Will. My God. Yes. And we yes. see him and I don't remember what happened to my body. Like I, I think about it and now I wouldn't be as jaded, but I was like 21. I mean, I was a kid and he looked at us individually and he went, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Four times. Oh, he said, yes, good morning. Yes. Hello. Good morning. Hi. And I stood there and I did not say good morning to Will Smith. I literally looked at him. I couldn't speak English. Like I was, I went full Fantasia. I went, get, <laughs> I would have, I went, a Fantasia. I a went Fantasia. full Fantasia. I couldn't speak. And, um, I called my mom after and I go, Ma, Will Smith just said good morning to me. And I, I just stood there and I didn't respond. And she went, you know, my mother's out of her mind. She went, 
so what? He shits just like you do. He shits just like you do. I went, what? <laughs> Mama said, I got two feet placed firmly on uh, the ground. In okay. front of the toilet. She was like, he shits just like you do. What's the problem? And I said, okay, when you put it that way, like it's a good point to make. But I still. But if he uh, does shit, girl, it's got to be out of those two beautiful. Real Smith is stacked in the back. Oh. Like. Like he's been doing squats at the gym since, you know, 1997. No, his stools are I'm smooth. You. There's no, you know, no air bubbles come up in the toilet. You know, when you make. No, he takes it. He takes a colace. Something tells me he takes a colace. He takes a colace <laughs> to be smooth. He is, yeah. Very loose booty. Because I'm going to tell you, I met him Go one on. time only. He was, look, this is not me trying to trump your story in any way. This it's is just too late. Adding on it's to too late. Your celebrity stories are better than mine. It's okay. You're Shangela. No, it's all right. Go on. No, no, no. He got out of, I was volunteering for the AFI Film Ooh. Festival. See, you were working. At least you had a job and a check. I was volunteering for AFI mm, Film dark. Festival. And it was the year that the movie Lions for Lambs came okay. out with him and Tom, oh, just with Tom Cruise. He wasn't even in the movie, but he and Tom Cruise were like bestie mm-hmm. friends. And so uh, he came to the red carpet event to support Tom oh, nice and th- he got out of the carpet and the man who was in charge looked at me and goes who wants to walk Will <gasps> girl my hand went up my hand went yeah. up so I got to walk Will wow. Smith you know like to press outlet to press outlet to press outlet down the carpet and he was in a gray suit and I just remember the baby stacked in the back is yes all I say. give me that donkey button them big old legs Ow. he has got a perfect he's perfect he's physically perfect funny you like Jada I mean, you can't talk shit. I'm the Jada Pinkett Smith, the drag. Are you? Why is that? Because when I'm in, back on uh, season three, it's something I said when we had to go out and do daytime drag and like daylight. Mm -hmm. And I was telling baby, ain't nobody going to clock me. I'm the Jada Pinkett Smith up in here. Because that's who I thought I looked like when I was in drag. I thought I was Jada Pinkett, (laughs) honey. Yes, I was Jada Pinkett. You know what's funny about Jada Pinkett Smith is that I didn't really know a lot about her. And then I saw Girls Trip, which everyone was like going crazy about Girls Trip. And I saw it and I was like, it's all right. Jada was the funniest one in that movie. N- apologies. Honey, no, you want to get into Jada, you go to set it off. Oh, you go shit. to low down dirty shame. Yeah. Those are the classic Jada Pinkett Smith movies that made to me Jada Pinkett Smith. When Jada Pinkett Smith is a starring opposite Keenan Ivory Wayans in a low down dirty shame, that was her ticket. Wow. Baby. That, and then when she was stony in set it <gasps> off opposite Queen Latifah, okay, and Vivica A. Fox, baby, baby. Can I say something that's going to make you hate me? Hmm. And I know it's already too late. Uh, I've never seen Set It Off. I know. And I know it's, and I consider. That doesn't make me hate you. I know. I'm embarrassed. I I hate, I do not hate those for the, for you know, not what you don't know. That's beautiful. That's why I need to become religious. I really need to, (laughs) you know, you're teaching me so much. No, I really need to watch Set It Off. I know that it's on a bus. Am I wrong? I remember Queen Latifah on a bus or is that Speed? What am I confusing no, it with? That is the closing scene. Go that on. the closing scene. She leaves one of the girls. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Leaves on a bus to Mexico. That's is that it? it? One of the girls. I thought they were like, I thought they were fighting the on a bus. Scene. What am I thinking of? Someone DM me. No, honey, they ain't fighting on a bus. No, 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 no. You go get you set it off. I'm telling you, that is worth the watch. It is a dramatic, amazing, four women from the hood become bank robbers in order to make it out the hood. Come I on. do love that. I know. I love robbing movies. Did you ever go through a phase where you stole things? Because I did. That's why I'm asking you not to be like shady at all. I, I in the eighth grade, stole. You know I had a shoplifting, short shoplifting phase and I got caught and it stopped. But it was exciting. My grandma 
would have. I, I was a, I was fearful of what my wow. grandmother would do if I got busted. Uh, you know, she, I came from a world where they used to whoop people with extension cords. Okay, if I felt the fan, like the the we had we didn't have like central heat and air. We had because we didn't grow up with a lot of money, so we had like wall unit air conditioners. And if it was really hot, we had a little fan mm-hmm. that spun around. Baby, if you were in there in the room with the fan going, and all of a sudden the fan just slowed to a stop. Somebody's about to get that ass whooped. Excuse my language. But uh, that means my grandmother had unplugged that extension cord because the fan couldn't reach the whole wall. So that she, is. She had that extension cord. But if you were getting a whooping, you were getting it with that extension cord. So if the fan went off, I was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I start crying immediately because I knew oh it was about to Oh my God, that's really dark. Like you need, you know, I know earlier you said you had to, you were writing a book or you planned on writing a book. I really hope you do because what you just described in a movie, like I could picture it almost like in uh, No Country for Old Men. You know how they kept showing his shoes, oh. like just watching yes. the blades slow, the blades just kind of just gradually slow down and then cutting back to your little baby face. You must have been the cutest kid. I know you've posted pictures of you as a little boy and you were just you could eat you up. I mean, so cute. Were you you were a, oh, you were a good you. kid got me out of a lot? Yeah, no, you're. I mean, you're still so cute. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, you better stop. You, you better, are. You so I'm. Like, I've been looking at you so the whole time. Self. How's your mom doing, by the way? Oh, Deb is good. She's in there right now. You know, I'm quarantined oh. in Paris, Texas. I've been here for the last eight months with my family. I live in LA, but when the pandemic hit, I was like, well, let me. This will probably last like two weeks, three weeks. So let me just run on to Texas real quick and spit it with the Deb. And uh, my mom has recently moved to Paris uh, to help take care of my grandma. Uh, and so we were all we were all in this house together. It's a house that I actually bought for my grandmother last oh my God. August um, as a surprise. And now we're all living in it. So, hey, it worked out for you. How has it been going? I feel like yes, if I had to move in, my parents are uh, quarantining together, amazingly still married. And I don't they've not left their apartment since March 5th, if you can imagine. So I They've what? not left their apartment. They're in Miami. So with Miami, Florida is just like one big Corona spore. It's just the most disgusting state in the world um, and in this country. How uh, have your, I mean, I just feel like if I had to go home and spend time with them uh, for more than a week, I would have had a mental break. But I know that you're very close with your mom. So it's been okay. No, I'm going to tell you, but here's the deal. When you come home and I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, but I automatically go back into almost it feels like I'm 12. That's what I mean. Now, this is a new house. Yeah. So it's not. But when I we were at my grandma's old house, I was like, I'm back in the room that I like grew up in. So and they all treat me like, you know, I'm 12. Some of it I like, which is like DJ breakfast is ready. Okay. Ooh, poor me. I don't know how to cook. Somebody help me, please. <laughs> you know? Oh, well, I don't know what to do with this fork. Someone it's like me, alphabet you know, cereal. Bad. You're like, yummy, my favorite. <laughs> it's like for little babies. Totally. Yeah. It's like if you get sick and your mom or someone is there to take care of you, you're like, oh, I love this. But it's also like, you know, I, I, I'm an adult. I'm in my 30s and you can't. You know, you guys shouldn't expect me home at a certain hour. Of course, now I don't have to worry about right. that. But it's, you know, there are certain things that you get accustomed to. I have to say, though, this has been, I would have never wished for a pandemic on us to lock us all in. But it's been a huge blessing to me because, you know, I've been on the road for the past eight years consistently. 2018, I did a, a tour, 184 cities around the world. Wow. I performed on six out of seven <gasps> continents, even just in that one year. Antarctica's the only one I got left. And yes, I'm doing a penguin. Number I would week. shit. Please let me but, come. Uh, so I, <laughs> I will be your roadie. I'll strike sets. Let me come with you in Antarctica, please. 
Okay, come on. I've already looked it up. There is a, a Ponant cruise that goes oh. from uh, South America down to Antarctica around Ushuaia and back. So uh, just think about Wait, that I'm, for one I've year. thought about it and we're going and you just tell me when. And, and I'm all great on cruises. I never get Legionnaire's disease. I love the food. I'm fun. Yeah, oh, well, that's a win. I'm that's a fun. win. I'm yeah. fun. Go on. But honestly, it, it gave me this opportunity to be back in the house with my family and to really reconnect with them. You know, I keep, I come home for holidays mm-hmm. and I'm on the phone with my mom like consistently. But being here really showed me how hard she works, number one, in, you know, giving up her freedom and, you know, in individual life in Dallas to move back to Paris to help take care of my grandma who's 82, who's in a wheelchair. And my grandma is just so sweet. And, and it also showed me so much around that I could be of service, yeah. like how much I can help out and how much that I can help bring joy. And, you know, I, I run things a little, you know, I'm type A fish, Scorpio. I want to bring in Scorpies. certain levels of efficiency <gasps> that'll make this work, mm-hmm. you know? So it's been really nice. I got rooms painted here at the house. Now, let's be honest. My mom, she's the handy one. She painted the rooms, but I picked the colors. See, this color that I'm I do. in this room right now is Dusty Rose. I would call it aubergine, interestingly enough. It's giving me like, it is a Dusty Rose. It's kind of more purpley to me, but it's not the point. I don't want to waste time on the color, but yeah. Take that up with Glidden. Take that up with Glidden, okay? Whatever, the, how you pronounce that paint. Glidden? Glidden. Take yeah, the uh, uh-huh. it's the paint. I'll samples. bring it up. I'll bring it up. Wait, Chance, because I know you don't have a lot. Of, but it's been nice. I, first of all, you've. I feel like if it were up to me, I would keep you here until the sun was coming up and we were both out of our minds. Like I don't ever want to stop talking to you, which is I realize impossible. But I do want to ask you. This is a good date. You should bring Patty Labelle. Next I know. Time. I'm great on dates. <laughs> By the way, aren't I good? I ask questions. I answer. I let like equal. It's it's. I'm such a great date. But you know what the problem is? There are no men left. It's like this, this what? town, New York has, I just had, I wa- was walking with a friend of mine today. We were talking about it and I don't know what has happened in this city. And this was before the pandemic. So I won't even use the pandemic as the excuse, but just men just don't know how to act anymore. It's crazy. It's like the littlest things, See, the littlest things. And that's weird to me, Michelle, because originally I thought, you know, New York is the biggest city. I know. It's going to have the most men, but you know what? It's also... I believe that in a city like New York, everything is go, 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 get, get, get. And there are so many people, no one wants to really settle down. You come to Texas and they're like, honey, we're buying a home and we're going to, I can't oh. live in this home by myself. I need a wife. If I move to oh, Texas, I need some kids. And I would be the Christy Turlington of Texas. Like, I I don't know why. <laughs> yes, I'm would. like, I'm, I'm fat in New York. And if I moved to Texas, I'd be so, people would be like, do you eat? I'd be like, no, I don't eat. <laughs> I would be so, I would be miniature there. That's obviously a stereotype, but you know what I'm saying by that. I just feel like I want to move to a town where if I'm a six here, let me be an eight in like a different place. You know what I mean? But it's fine. Oh, baby, you are a 10. And I think anytime you walk into a room, you already know. First of all, you have this beautiful hair. And I've always said this about you. You have like this, I love that kind of like brownish auburny kind of hair and you Thank know how you. to party you have these beautiful like model like eyes oh my god shant we are on a date gorgeous smile and you're also fun who wants to be married or I tied know. up with someone that you're not having a good time that's what i told my cousin the other day you know if you're gonna get married baby please be a good friend with the person for at least two years beforehand don't be no 90 day fiance don't be no married at first sight like be a friend of someone, and that's why I say, even for me dating, I I want to. Maybe I already know them, or maybe I met them. In yeah, my I past like what you're saying because I want to be friends. Would you ever date one of the other um, Drag Race girls? 
Oh, you know me. I would date anybody. I'd give everybody a chance. Probably why I have a horrible <laughs> reputation. But uh, <laughs> I feel like this podcast, no. you know, I'm a great matchmaker. And you know that the only people who listen to this podcast are women and gay men. So I feel like there might be like, I don't know. I'm getting a vibe right now, Shanji. Like, you never know. Don't you start feeling my inbox, girl. Look Everybody at my face. Me. I heard you was looking for a day. Look at my face. Look at this. This is There's no filler. This is just fat. Like, it's. I'm ready to make something happen for you. I'm excited. Well, you better. Here's the one thing that I'm looking for in this okay, stage of go. my life. I need to be inspired. I need to feel like I need to pull up even more in order to live up to the standard yeah. of my boo. Like, and I need to be able to look at you like, look at my boo. He is doing it. And when I go and talk to you, talk about you to other people, I want to brag too. But by husband. the way, oh baby, he just invented a cure for COVID. You know, my husband, you know, the one that invented the cure. For I COVID. love, I yeah, want to marry him too. I hope that there are partners at the lab and that I, we can just, <laughs> yes. go, I want, let's marry lab partners. That's a rom-com. That's our rom-com, girl. <gasps> That's our Kate Hudson and our Anne Hathaway. Wait, we actually should write. That would be my dream. Because Lab Wars. Lab Wars. Lab Wars it. is so... Or Lab Whores <laughs> is another one. I'm trying to think of what... Lab, lab Partners. <laughs> lab Partners. There's, there are lab things. Wait a minute. Absolutely Labulous. Yes. There's a cute... Yes. There's a lot... From drag to Lab. For, yes. <laughs> Absolutely Drag Ab Lab. Ab Lab. I, Shanji, I would die to work with you again. And I say it again because we worked on like a 10 second promo. I'm like, oh, my old coworker, Shangela. But really, you are <laughs> one of the funniest. Like, wait, do you remember? Can I say one funny thing, though? That is, it just makes me laugh. And this is not to make you look bad at all. It's obviously hilarious. I interviewed you on Sirius. What was it like a month ago? It was recently, two months ago, maybe over the phone. Obviously, it sucks because we're not Zooming. It's, you know, just voice early in the morning. You know what I'm going to say? I know exactly you know what, what you're going to say. say. Early. I and exactly. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, my girl's change. I love him. Like, I can't wait. This is going to be so fun. And then um, you were so great in the interview because you're obviously funny and the best. And then after it was, and I was like, oh, so great to talk to you. I was so excited. And then after the whole thing was over, you went, I, like, we're off air. You go, wait, is this Michelle? <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I had no clue. You're I was like, me. yeah, it's me. <laughs> It clicked. I would tell you because you know we do these press tours. Yeah, a lot of course. Of times. No, I get it. it. Back to back to back to back yeah. to back. And I try my best a lot of times to like look up who I'm talking to or I ask my publicist Charlie, who's amazing, to say like, tell me who I'm talking to or whatever. And they do, but you know we get so many. So I'm like, all right, baby, here we go. Crank yeah, me of in. Course. Crank me in. Let's do it. And you have one of those like voices. So when I'm talking to you, I'm like, oh, this girl, we having a good time. And it didn't click to me because I knew you as Michelle, not necessarily Michelle Collins. Yeah. And, and the Michelle Collins. So, and Michelle is, you know, a, a beautiful name. But of course, so there are so, a couple, probably other Michelles somewhere out there. So I literally, at the end of it, because I was like, this is my home. Wait a sec. This gave me my hunger. Michelle? And you literally were like, yes, girl, Michelle. And I was like, oh, my God. I felt so No, stupid, it made me girl. laugh I felt so, so much. Bad. So I'm glad that I, we could have this podcast at least to reconnect. And so you see me. I put such... Wait, do you ever shop at Fashion Nova? I've, I'm obsessed. I know you have to go. It's We have a minute. I have not. You know, I'm not a good uh, online Ooh. shopper. My friend Nick uh, Vosian shops a lot for me online. He'll send me links to stuff. And I'll just be like, just, please just get it for me. Because... 
my I'm short. I've like an extra small at the H and M or a small. Oof. It's always hard to find clothes for me, and I've never. I have to try stuff on in order to know if it's going to yeah, look right enough. on me. I can't order online, and I'm so bad. If I order something, I'm never sending it back. Even if I don't like it, even if I open, I'm like that's horrible. I'm just not a sender backer. But person. like this I shit is so cheap. I, I just don't follow. This through. shit is so cheap, and I'm yeah. saying, oh, for this real? is thirty dollars. This thing I have on, I have like its little mini dress, thirty bucks. It's cute. I mean, you can't see it. I don't feel like oh, you look it's cute. cute. See, as a boy, I'm so plain Jane. Like right now, I'm in this purple um, Spirit Day t-shirt from Glad because I, you know, I love Glad and I support no bullying. But honestly, they send it to me for free in the mail. So anything, I, I got a ton of in my, you know, I mean, I got my pandemic clothes. Remember, I came here thinking I was going to stay. Oh in my Paris god, for three weeks. yeah. And so I've been living out of those same suitcases for the last three weeks, besides the anything that I've ordered online. So. I'm just easy breezy. I don't go nowhere. Why go? Walmart, TikTok. I'm good. I know that your publicist is going to actually drag me out with a hook. So last question, because I promised (laughs) I'd ask you about it. Are you besties with Gaga? Have you talked to Bradley? I need to know. You know that when I saw the best part of A Star is Born, when you showed up on that screen, I an egg, an ostrich egg fell out of my V-hole. I was like, I cannot believe that Shangela is in this movie. Just 10 seconds, because I know you have to go. I'm going to give you 25 seconds. I got to tell you, I would lick that woman's toenail. I love Lady Gaga. I am so thankful to her and to Bradley. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say it mostly to Gaga um, and and to Bradley because I don't want Bradley coming back and getting me. Mr. Cooper, I'm sorry. You know, I love you. But I remember um, the audition for this film, A Star is Born. And they were originally casting a role that was a Marilyn Monroe impersonator. And I didn't go in for the audition because I was like, look, if they're going spot on Marilyn, baby, that ain't my role. I'm black. She ain't black. I I can put on the blonde wig all day, but I ain't gonna look like a Marilyn. I'm not going. Well, I got an email from Bobby Campbell, who's Gaga's manager. And he said, hey, LG and I heard that you didn't come in for the audition. LG really wanted to see you for this role. Is there a reason you didn't go in? Well, wow. well, baby, you don't have to tell me twice who LG is. And if LG is asking for the doll, I went over to Hollywood Twin Costumes. I bought that white little blow-up dress, <gasps> the Maryland. I got the blonde wig. I put a little mole right here, you know, above my lip. And I went over there and I sang, I want to be loved by you. Wow. I all that girl came out the room. I remember getting a call and they said, um, they're not going to go forward with the Maryland role, but they really liked you so much. They're going to write you into it and give you greater dialogue and you're going to be the bar owner and you can be Shangela. And I said, oh, unbelievable. And, I mean, and when I see LG, this is the thing about this is how much. So to answer your question, no, I, I don't think we're besties. I wouldn't go on that. Far. Yeah, I no. don't have her number either. I got everybody else. I, I was going to say, I don't, I don't love that for you. By the way, every time you say LG, <laughs> every time you say LG, I think Lindsey Graham, when I want to like puke. So I'm just like, <laughs> oh, oh, don't no, 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 don't no, 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 no. The other LG that we love. Okay, go on though. I, I don't like that you don't have her number, but I'm willing to continue to listen. Go on. No, I don't have her number, but I'll tell you this. Every time that I have seen this woman in person, and we're talking on the set of Star is Born, mm-hmm. we're talking at the SAG Awards where she and Bradley made it uh, possible for me and Willem to attend the SAG Awards and sit at the table Very with nice. them. We're talking, you know, I was able to go to the Oscars and be the first drag queen in drag to ever walk the Oscars red carpet. Um, and then went it, to the Star is Born premiere in London when we both had on these beautiful gowns and such. When I saw her on that carpet, now mind you, everybody's calling her yeah. name. Everybody. She saw me and she was like, hello, actress. <gasps> you know, that's how she... T- and even when I went to the House Labs launch, when she sees me, she gives me 
big, real hugs. You know, I've performed for the Born This Way Foundation in New York with her mother. I just saw her at the concert down in Miami. She called me out when she was doing the Vegas residency. She's going through a list. You know, she's on the piano and she's going, and tonight Gail King is here. And tonight Rita Ora is here. And Christina Aguilera is here. Oh, and my girl Shangela is here. <laughs> and then she proceeded to go, who also deserves her own residency in Vegas. I'm just wow. saying. She said it's on the mic at her concert. Okay. Yeah, she's right. This woman really likes me. So I, I I honor her. I love her. She's one of the people who inspired me to do Feed the Queens. Because remember when the pandemic first started and she was like, I called up like the heads of all these companies and raised like $30 million, right? To for to for the world's health. That's what inspired me to get on the phone and start trying to fundraise amongst my, you know, wealthy friends and my fans uh, to help feed our drag community. I love Lady Gaga. I I love love this story. And I'm so grateful that you told not just me, everyone listening about it, because I obviously love her so much. And I absolutely agree that you do need a residency. I don't know why you don't have one yet. Hopefully when we're all vaccinated. Let me tell you, I had one. At the, I, I didn't want to tell this to her. I'm about <laughs> to go. I'm about to end this thing early. That you if had. She wants to finance. <laughs> if what? she wants to finance me, that's fine. I'll go. Where back. was it? But I in 2015, no 16, at the Paris Hotel Ooh. Casino. I did a show called 53X. Now I was the hostess and star of the show, but the the people who put it on were also on Chippendales, and I think at the time they were just a little cautious mm. about having a drag entertainer it's like the Shangela show. So it was me and eight dancers, five guys five girls and it was a sexy show get it 53x it spells sex no one got it anyway i I didn't um, get it i didn't get it i did the show five nights a week i lived in vegas for the whole six month contract and um it was really cool and like people who are devout you know shanji fans they will remember girl she was in vegas i was on the jumbotron i had little buses driving down the streets of the strip with just me on it honey me and a microphone holding like this nobody knew 53x never forget (laughs) 53x i think you said 53 acts i was like how long was the show i don't like the sound of it listen shanji i my love for you i know i'm not as famous or as talented as lady gaga but my love and hers are the same (laughs) because i genuinely could listen to you forever and if anybody deserves to have not i hate to say the word podcast i think this sounds like more than just a podcast but a voice and a platform to just be yourself and be so funny it's you so i'm so excited about your new show it's called hallelujah happy hour on spotify first episode is already out right so people can listen to it yes with me and bob the drag queen and it's free and it's free and you know i love bob the drag queen also so that's just like a perfect you i feel like what a funny pairing too because he's a little more serious than you are yeah, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. She cracks me up and I and I, I get her to giggle too. No, because um, Bob's a little serious, but like geniusly funny. So it's, I love the pairing. I'm excited. And listen, everything you've been doing, you, um, We Are Here is also on uh, HBO. You can watch that on HBO Max, I'm sure. And, and mm-hmm. just please keep us posted on everything that you're doing and working on. And the world is waiting for you to just become even bigger and all over the place. I can't wait for it. Thank you so much. Michelle. I really mean I it. love you. Boo. I love you. And and every time I get on the phone with you now, I'm gonna start it with now. This is Michelle Michelle Collins, You'll right? Get... My homegirl, Michelle Collins. Right? Next time I hang up, I'm gonna be like, you know, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing it. Click. No, of course, I'll eat a big pile <laughs> Wait of shit. A that was Shangela. Was that Shangela the whole time? Shangela, Shangela. Oh, you're like it's DJ. I have no clue who it is. Um. Oh, by the way, follow Shangela <laughs> at it's Shangela on Twitter and Instagram. Shangie, go be with your family. Thank you for taking so much time to talk to me. I really adore you. I'm such a fan. I appreciate it. 
I love, love you. you. Love Bye, Bye, guys. It's Midnight Snack. I'm Michelle Collins at Mishkar. Follow me, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.